Hey, before we pop into today's episode, I want to let you know that I've started hosting a weekly game night and I did this as a way for us to connect and hang out and take our minds off of all the crazy madness that is going on right now. So if you're free Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, visit popcornfinance.com slash game night. I put in the show notes as well. That way you can come and join us. We've been playing Drawful, Quiplash, a bunch of other games, whatever I can find that's easy and fun to play online with a group of people. Uh, So yeah, if you're available, come join me. Love to have you there and enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you all coming and joining us for another episode, especially with everything I'm sure we all have going on right now. There's a lot of uh, things that I'm sure are occupying your mind, your mental space, your time. So appreciate you taking some time to listen to this because we're hoping to give you a little bit of, uh, I guess, some tools to help you deal with all the stress and anxiety that's going on right now. And to help us get through all of this, I'm joined by two licensed therapists, uh, Melissa Hall and Amber Hawley. How are you two doing? And let me let me introduce you individually so they actually know who's who. So first we have <laughs> Melissa. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. And then Amber. Hi. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back. I always have to keep that in mind. It's like, oh, this is audio. When you have two guests, you have to <laughs> let people know whose voice is whose. <laughs> but no, I appreciate the two of you coming back again. And you may recognize their voices because they were both guests on episode 86, where we talked about how your personality can affect your money. That was one of my, probably one of my favorite episodes, probably one of the longest, but one of my, <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris has asked us to be brief, but we are not known for that. <laughs> We'll do our best. So there may be several bags of popcorn. We'll see how many. We'll can't, we'll tally it up at the end and see what we end up with. <laughs> but uh, I guess maybe to jump in, uh, I know for me, I've been dealing with with the stress and um, kind of the anxiety of what's happening and this uncertainty. And then you sit there and you look at the news and Twitter and it just stresses you out. And uh, I bounce back and forth between, oh, everything's going to be fine to the world's just falling apart. And uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I, I fluctuate so wildly from one day to the next and how I feel about the outlook. Uh, and so just kind of, I don't know, get a point of view from, from both of you. How are you dealing with the situation? And for, uh, I should mention the situation is, if, so you're listening to this like a year from now, you're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> or but maybe hope, they're like, oh, I know. That's what people are I know, thinking. <laughs> I know. I really hope this is like 2021 and you're all like, what are they talking about? You know, we're fine. <laughs> Life is uh, great. So right now when we're recording this, this is March 25th, 2020, and we're right in the, the really the start of the uh, coronavirus pandemic here. We're in the United States and um, the, the, I guess the number of cases keep rising daily. We don't really know how many cases there are because of the testing shortage. So there's a lot of uncertainty and anxiety going on. Chris and I are both on lockdown in the Southern California area. Yeah. <laughs> And the East Coast, I guess, is just doing whatever you want over there. No, I'm on <laughs> self-lockdown. Like, I'm a responsible human being, so I don't trust others. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think it is the responsible thing to do. Well, I, I think what I would say, Chris, is your response makes you absolutely normal. Because I think that's the thing is we have to do the self-talk to ourselves about like making sure we're not going off a cliff or in panic mode 24 seven, it's not good for our health. And so it's very normal to kind of do the self-talk and be, you know, in that rational place. And then all of a sudden something happens or you read an article or you see something and you have a complete panic. 
So that makes me normal. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's also just real life. Like the situation does change drastically. Like the stock market's record high one day and then record low in another way, like the very next day. And then like, it's so back and forth that I can see how people, depending on your circumstances, you might have a legitimate reason to be excited or feel better or feel more hopeful one day and then the next day not have that. And then the next day feel like, oh, okay, actually, I don't know why I didn't feel as hopeful the day before because things are looking up, you know, mm. but it feels like every day is so different, right? So you really can only take it a day at a time. Yeah. And it's, I mean, how are the two of you dealing with this? Like how, how, how have your emotions been uh, as far as, you know, we're all experiencing this the same at the same time, which is like rare where everyone I'm pretty much in the together. world almost is experiencing this together. Yeah, I know it is unique in that. I will I will say I'm I think I'm with you in the like having swings or at one moment I'm feeling this is going to be OK. We just have to make good choices and do the precautions that they're telling us. And hopefully we can get through this. And then there's also the stress of, you know, I'm a business owner with a business in California and. I worry like what's going to happen there. And like, I don't know, I'm also worried for people. I'm worried for people's health, but I'm also worried for long-term, like what the economy is going to be like for people. So I think there's a lot of stress in like having compassion for others. And then there's also the worry for my family, but at the same time, okay, let's, let's look at the reality. And I kind of do that. Like I said, the self-talk and I'm like, okay, but we're prepared and we've done this. And these are the things, this is all I can do. And I know you and I have talked about this before. One thing I've been saying is if it was so catastrophic that like our entire financial system collapsed and everything went to crap, I'm like, at that point, you know, there's nothing you could do to prepare for that. So in a way it's like, let's, why even entertain that? Like, that's like, it's so catastrophic. You might as well be in the place of what can I do? So I think I am going back and forth and I'm using different strategies. So I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm not, really exposing myself to too much because it, it does create panic. What about you, Melissa? So I would say I go back and forth a little bit. And for me, having information is actually more helpful. Like I just kind of tend to be that type of person, like for everything I do, like I'm the person who had eye surgery and looked up the YouTube videos on what the surgery would be before <sighs> I actually was Why like, you, it, you know, because I was like, I just wanted to see what was going to happen and like know what to expect. And so like for me, it, it actually like I do check things fairly regularly and I'm not sure what it is, but, you know, it helps me to kind of like have that information, like to know that I know what's going on and I'm kind of on top of it. And then, you know, but also not too much. I do have to kind of limit that because even if there isn't a global pandemic and a stock market crash going on, news tends to be negative, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so especially when those things are happening. So I'm also trying not to like focus on that too much because I don't, I just don't want to be in that negative space. So trying like, and I will find like I can make my attitude kind of negative. But other than that, it's, it's just doing daily things. I think focusing on what we have to be thankful for is, is also really helpful. And one of the most proven ways to improve your mood in general, no matter what's going on. So always thinking about what you're thankful for is like a go-to you can pretty much do for anything. No, that's great advice. Yeah, because I think it's so easy to just focus on all the horrible things you see every day uh, when there are still some positives going on that we can focus on and use that to be the, the thing to kind of keep us grounded and not go too far off the, the deep end. 
Uh, but what I found really interesting between the two of you is like your your takes on how you're approaching this. And I think that's um, I think that's to me that's useful because a lot of times there's always like, hey, there's people give advice. There's one thing we all can do to handle the situation, and we're all so different. And I know for myself, like I fall away like Amber, where I'm like, no, I need to see less because I'm going to go off the deep end. Whereas <laughs> for you, Melissa, for you, you're like, I need to know. I need the security of understanding the situation. And um, I just think I find it fascinating that we all, I think it's more about, I guess, knowing more about yourself and how you process information will help you know how to approach, how to deal with what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. And I, I think the only thing that applies to all of us is washing your hands. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But touching your face. Do not. I know. As I'm like touching my face. I was doing it too. (laughs) We can do it at home though. It's okay. So, um, but yeah, I agree. And I think, yes, knowing your personality and kind of what's good for you. I still think though, it's important for people, even if they feel like being more informed is helpful to be mindful of it. Because I, I think I fall in the middle of, I want to know information because I want to make good choices, but I, I know that if I sit in that too much, I'm going to get really depressed and I'm going to feel super anxious. And I definitely had that like probably like a week ago where I had a couple nights where I just couldn't sleep because I was, I realized I was sitting there scrolling on my phone, like consuming, consuming, consuming. And what I did was I went, you know, I read some really reputable pieces and by actual doctors who know what they're talking about. Mm. And I found it comforting. And obviously it's still pretty crazy. Like everything that's going on in Italy and, and at the current time, you know, like in China, of course, but everything that's going on, it's still stressful, but I was like, okay, like we know that this is coming. So I did like feeling a little prepared of this is a real thing. It's, and it could get, it's going to get really bad for a while. And you know, what does that bad look like? And so again, taking the steps. So I found it helpful, but at a certain point I realized, okay, I've gotten good information, but sometimes as I'm scrolling, like you come across like people with their insane philosophies or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I had somebody like talking to me who said, who told me their, their theory that the virus was like on toilet paper. And I said, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't talk to people like I like that. He's like, that, I, I was like, that is not science. And so I, I will, I found my middle ground of like, I will like look in and just kind of see where things at, but I need to limit it to once a day at the most because it's just too much for me and I can easily get caught up in that. And it was helpful because then, you know, I had thoughts before, but I'm like, okay, am I being OCD? But then after seeing several people post, I was like, you know what? Actually, it is smart when I take my groceries, you know, when I get my groceries to take all the bags, throw them away. I'm using the reusable ones right now. I mean, the non-reusable ones, sorry, and throwing them away and then taking, you know, Clorox bleach wipes to everything. Like, I just don't want, I just don't, you know, I'm like taking precautions because of stuff that I've seen. But if I lived in that all day long, it would, I would be too stressed out to even sleep. What I was thinking, like, as Amber was talking and like, based on what you said, um, and Amber's the couples therapist here, but, you know, really, I think recognizing that everybody is dealing with it differently and noticing that like you and whoever you are stuck at home with, you know, might have those different opinions. So you might have to like talk to one another about, hey, it might help you to watch the news or to read or whatever. But can you just give me like a five minute synopsis? Because I or to even say like, I don't really want to talk about this anymore because it makes me feel anxious or it makes me feel negative or whatever. And vice versa to understand like if you're with someone who doesn't really want to know, it's 
it's not that they're sticking their head in the sand necessarily, right? It's it's just might be what they have to do because they can get overly flooded with these negative emotion emotions as a result of focusing on all this stuff. So I think recognizing that and like being kind to one another is one of the most helpful things you can do along with, like you said, you have all this advice or you, not you have all this advice, but you've seen all this advice, right? It's like everybody's talking about mental health and how this relates, which as a psychologist, I think is a great thing <laughs> that we talk about it. But recognize too, like, yeah, we're all very different people. So take what is helpful and what's not helpful, leave. Mm. It's not all going to apply to you. Yeah, that's true. That's such a great point. And it is a great point about the couples thing, because I've had being that I do work with couples, that's my specialty. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me, both professionally, but also friends just needing to kind of vent and asking, like, is it okay that I told my partner to stop talking about this? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) absolutely, it's okay. Because that's exactly to Melissa's point of, you know, we all process it differently. And it can be very overwhelming. And if you are in a place of a high anxiety, we don't always have the self-awareness of, hey, I just continually go on and on and on about this. And I need to, uh, it's not good for me, but it's also impacting the people around me. So I need to be more thoughtful about that. No, I, I love that because I think sometimes we need, you almost need like a, someone to say it's okay to stop talking about something and to stop bringing it up because you feel like you have to because everyone's talking about it and it's just like oh I, I have to be a part of the conversation I can't remove myself because that would be wrong but it's it's great to have someone from the outside say no it's fine yeah. you do not need to talk about this right now give yourself a break go do something else and, and now let this be the focus it's healthy it's a good <laughs> thing yeah so instead you should just watch marathons of Marvel movies like I, I highly recommend that Oh yeah, I mean that's if 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 there's anything that's going to make you feel better, it's watching those Marvel movies because uh, despite what Joe said in an earlier episode uh, this year, <laughs> they're great films. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and ultimately the good guy wins in the end. So there we go. I just blew Spoiler it for alert. anybody. I know <laughs> for anybody was you know who was unaware. I just ruined every Marvel movie for you. <laughs> I mean, other than your great recommendations on movies, because I can see you have excellent taste. Um, <laughs> I, wanted to end, <laughs> I wanted to end on uh, maybe a couple of tips that the two of you might have as far as some things people can do other than things you are, the great things you've already mentioned that they can do to help, you know, deal with this time that we're all kind of sitting in right now. I mean, I would say reach like reach out to friends for sure, especially if, yeah, if like Amber was saying, if, you know, you do need to vent about something or, um, you know, you're having a hard time, whether that is because you want to talk about something more and somebody else doesn't want to or or the other way around, you know, talk to your friends. And there's all kinds of technology, but there is also this thing called the phone. Like you can also just talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like I know everybody's posting all these pictures of like video chats, which are really cool, but you can still just call people. Yeah, and you I've know, noticed, I was going to say, yeah. I've, I've had more phone calls in the past week than I probably have in the past like five years because I do not I talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so great. And, it, you know, I've done the same thing where it's like connected with older friends that I haven't talked to in months or even like over a year, you know, and it's it's a good opportunity to do that, I think, to remind yourself about the people that you do have that can support you. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that, because I think especially as we're more and more isolated because you know, we're doing our part, you still need to stay connected and connection makes us feel better. And so whether or not you're 
you know, even if you're at home with one other person or maybe your whole family, you still need variety. You need people outside of that. <laughs> so it's okay to need that. But I also know there are people who are at home, stuck home alone too. And I know for us, I hosted a virtual coffee date with people and actually Chris joined us. And, I was there. Um, and then tonight, my sister, dad and I are having um, a virtual like cocktail hour together because we're all in different places. And my five-year-old has been doing virtual play dates with her iPad with her friend. So it's really fun. So they still get that connection. And, and then, yes, it's been just like, I, you know, conversations on the phone or making sure you're messaging and feeling connected to people. I think the other thing is to give yourself a lot of grace and that, like Melissa was saying, a lot of her routine hasn't changed. But for so much, many people, their routine is dramatically changed and everything's changed. And probably even like their job or their business level or whatever, everything. And I think it's important to say like, okay, I need to do things because actually action helps anxiety. So when we do things or we're taking care of stuff, it has a positive effect on us. And at the same time, sometimes don't over push yourself, like allow yourself to just be chill and to kind of have flexibility with yourself. It's okay to have a day where, you know, I'm going to go back to the movie thing, but where you just kind of veg out and spend time with the people you're with and watch old movies and just kind of reconnect with the people in your household as well. I think just having that, that grace, like I don't have to be, you know, quote unquote productive today. I think, I think it's those kinds of things. And then making sure though, try to get outside if you can, if you're allowed outside of your house, which I think most people still are allowed outside their house at this point. You know, yes, we just have to stay away from one another. Stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, people, or you're going to ruin it for all of us. Yes, I know. You, they, ruined, they are ruining it. One of my, one of my therapists was telling me um, in my business, she was telling me that she goes on a daily run and people are really, they're actually like, hi, you know, and they're, they're, they're doing the six feet thing and being really respectful. So it is happening. But I, I think for me, I can get stuck in like, I have so much to do work-wise. And so I was like, you know what? I just have to write down like the things that I have to get done. And I need to force myself to take a break and go outside because it, it isn't good for your mental health to just be stuck inside the house all day. Um, even if it's something you're normally doing or you like, this is for you engineers out there. Um, <laughs> it is good. Just take three to five minutes, get outside. So that's, I guess, another, another little tip that helps with mental health. Yeah, just check in on what you need that day because it, it, you know, it is going to fluctuate. So do I need the chill day or do I need the, okay, today we're going to like do some cleaning and after do work or cook a bunch of meals so that when we need the chill day, we're set. <laughs> well, I thank you. I appreciate the two of you coming on and you've, you've calmed me down. I feel calmer than when I started this conversation. So I appreciate it. I hope that it has been the, the same effect on everyone listening as well. And uh, before we get out of here, so that way people can know what you two are up to, maybe see some of the amazing work that you two produce. We'll start with you, Amber. Uh, where can people find you? You can go to amberholly.com. That has a lot of information about stuff for couples and resources there. I'm on Instagram at it's Amber Holly. It's H-A-W-L-E-Y. Or My Biz Bestie. That's the other place I reside. Perfect. And then what about you, Melissa? So I don't do therapy anymore, so... Uh, reach out to Amber for that stuff if you are looking for help. <laughs> um, but I uh, I do websites now actually at mydigitalmaven.com so you can check that out or um, 
My name's Melissa Hall on Instagram, M-A-E-L-I-S-A-H-A-L-L, like Melissa. So you can check me out there too. Right, and I'll put all that in the show notes. That way people can, uh, can find out. It used to say, well, you know, if you're driving right now, but a lot of you probably aren't driving right now. So <laughs> while you sit on the couch, if you're like, you know what, I, <laughs> I don't have a pin, I'll put in, it's all in the show notes for you. So that way you can find it and uh, easily go check out what they're doing. So thank you, Amber. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to join me here. Thank you. Thanks. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.